When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Julius Show here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Julia. What? You have a supporter out there in the J-Lo world of conspiracy. Well, there's a lot she, of them. She said. It's a it's a lip sync over. Yeah, do you agree now, Lauren? Yeah, because yeah. after you played the Mick Jagger, yeah, when that was obviously to, live. Yeah. The, the caller said, uh, very nice lady. She said, do you notice that there's a microphone in front of her mouth the whole time? Yeah. What is she hiding? No, she's well, she kind of lip She's, she's lip syncing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's no, I don't know. That person better not get a job as a spy anytime soon. Well, she just wanted to share her observations. But I, I just say that because she, all in she the didn't appearance. enunciate. Her mouth didn't really move when she sang really people. We would have really known she was lip syncing if there hadn't been a microphone. That's a very true yeah. statement. Oh, good point. Yeah. That is uh, very true. Jeez. Well, I'm Dill Danden. I'm Dill Danden. <laughs> I am. It was, so we just keep talking yeah, we, about we, that. We, we, Julia, why don't you do Elton John tomorrow? Do a, do I'm Dill Danden. Do Elton John. I can't do all this work, people. Oh, I have Jake. a job. <laughs> I have a job that is requiring so much of my attention. We've got a book due tomorrow. Don't we have an author on? No, that's next week. Next week is it next River week? Falls. Brian oh no, Freeman. yeah, no, we do one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gigi Lavanji's book is this week. Yeah, oh, but yeah. Brian Freeman. That book was really good. Thief River Falls, and it's interesting. So I've been reading. I finished Thief River Falls. Excellent. And then I started. I thought I'm going to look in my little collection of books that were going on vacation to see if the book that um, they're going to do a movie on about Wallace Simpson starring Kate Blanchett, if I have that book, by Anna Pasternak. Her great-grandfather wrote Dr. Zhivago. Yes. She's an author, yes, yes, Anna yes, Pasternak. Yes, yes. I did have it, and it's called The Real Wallace Simpson. And it's so interesting reading that book, also thinking at the same time about how... She was in a relationship with... Well, she was with the king who abdicated, and she was always blamed for it. Just very much like Meghan Markle is getting blamed for dragging Harry away from the royal family. Yes. Even though Harry, as the spare, he does not have the heavy whatever like William does. You're treated differently. So, But it's interesting reading this book because when... Edward slash David abdicates his brother Bertie slash George becomes mm-hmm. king, which leads Queen Elizabeth, who's been on the throne for 78 yes. years, 
to it never would have gone down that side of the family tree, you know, if uh, David had David slash Edward hadn't have been so madly in love with Wallace, even though we come to find out through this book, okay. which is pretty well researched, she didn't want him to abdicate because she knew she would be hated forever. Right. He was known people were not that they were like they felt like I'm talking about the you know the cabinet people and prime ministers and people in the royal you know all the things that keep a royal yes, monarchy going sure. they were worried about him because he seemed he liked sports he liked hunting he wasn't real he, smart he wasn't real smart he, he wasn't, wasn't real smart so they weren't really excited about him being king in the first place that's right he All was right. easily distracted and they just kept encouraging him to have affairs with married women but by the time he was like 40 they're like you need to be married much like prince charles was pressured to get, to get married. married and still even though it was in the 80s you had to marry a virginal girl right. you couldn't have used goods as it were now mm-hmm. this is like 19 you know 30s 86 oh, so for I'm, charles oh, yeah. you know and um so anyway so this weekend then when uh the duke and duchess of sussex release this thing about to the four tabloid newspapers one of them that they're suing we're never going to acknowledge anything you guys ever do again we're never going to deal with you unless it's through a lawyer and it was calling out the Daily Mail, the Sun, the Mirror. It wasn't and the Guardian. I don't think it was no, the no, Guardian. It, it was it's something all else. the tabloid. Yeah, yeah. It's all the tabloid thing. So here's a little bit of, because now, of course, the tabloids just went crazy over, uh, across the pond. Of and course, they're accusing yeah, yeah. of Harry and Meghan of suppressing freedom of speech and all this kind of stuff. I don't really think that anyone really cares what they're doing. It's just they did help sell newspapers. Absolutely. Okay, here we go. Overnight, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex announcing they will no longer participate in any sort of cooperations with the British tabloids. That include The Sun, Mirror, Mail, and Express. Zero engagement, unless it is through a lawyer. Harry and Meghan, now living in California, said through a representative, they will no longer offer themselves up as currency for an economy of clickbait and distortion. For the first time, they're really saying they'll no longer cooperate with these certain tabloids. But they're also saying that this is how their new media approach will be moving forward. In the letter to the press, Harry and Meghan say it is gravely concerning that an influential slice of the media over many years has sought to insulate themselves for taking accountability for what they say or print. This letter comes just days before the first hearing in Meghan's lawsuit against the publisher of The Mail on Sunday over the publication of a letter written to Meghan by her now estranged father. Just moments ago, more details from that case emerging. Meghan is going to deny any involvement in interviews given by five of her friends to People magazine. It was this People story that referenced Thomas Merkel's letter and prompted him to share it with The Mail on Sunday. The court documents also show that Meghan blames the paper for the disagreement between her and her father. And Meghan will also reveal messages that show she offered her father a security detail to protect him and repeatedly asked after his health. 
Now, their press team says the couple would much rather be focusing their energies right now on helping in the fight against COVID-19. But with that court case coming up this Friday, they said it was, quote, necessary to set a clear new agenda. I mean, do you is... think it's going to still happen this Friday? Oh, yeah, it is definitely going to happen. All right. um, but here's the thing. The Mail, the Sun, the Mirror and the Express, which are the tabloid papers, they are also part of the Royal Rota. Yes. Along with the establishment papers like the Guardian, Guardian. the Teller. Yeah. the evening standard and what harry always wanted way back when a year ago is that this the tabloids are doing so much trash but remember the tabloids are also getting a lot of their stuff is coming from clarence house and buckingham palace because it is a way to shape the public's opinion about royal things so as i'm reading this book about wallace simpson Edward slash David, the king yeah. who abdicates, he had a very cozy relationship with Max Beaverbrook, who at the time owned the Daily Mail. Mm. And while the American newspapers were reporting this affair, mm-hmm. all of the British tabloids as part of the Royal Rota, as a favor to the king, they weren't reporting on any of this. And who is Max Beaverbrook? That's Ghislaine Maxwell. Jeffrey Epstein's, uh, yes, his like his, miss, helper. his yes. helper and complicit yes, yes, person, yes. his daughter. Oh, really? Now that's an interesting so, line. So the whole press thing, both tabloid and respected newspapers on record that don't make up stuff and don't pay for sure. stuff, they have long worked with the royal machinations about selling the story of the fairy tale, whatever that may be, they've been an integral part of it. And that's why William and Charles were not interested in saying to those ones, you guys have to get out of there because there are people that are still in court, including Queen Elizabeth, who remember the loyal ways Of the the Daily Mail, Mm -hmm. the Sun, the Express, the tabloid, because they held off on reporting a lot, a lot of gossip that the American papers would Mm -hmm. print, but they wouldn't. So it's just really, it adds just this whole other dimension dimension to to the relationship between the press and the royal family. And Wallace Simpson was very much blamed uh, for the king abdicating. Yes. Even though she begged him not to, she tried to get away from him. She was just like, this is, she thought she'd be over. I mean, his mom could speak. It caused such a huge rift. Mm-hmm. He was, I am going to be king and I will have what I want, including, and so it's just kind of interesting. Yeah, very. The whole, yeah. you know, and now Megan, Harry doesn't care. He just doesn't care. But yeah. that was the thing he wanted those papers to be out. But there's been a long, Long history, and maybe you know, maybe they'll get rid of them when after Queen Elizabeth is gone. Yeah, or, you we'll know, maybe see. they'll make yeah, some yeah. changes right. in that whole royal road right. reporting system. All right, listen, we come back, we got random thoughts. Stuck at home? Yes, Bradley. Stick with us. My talk will keep you company via your smart speakers, the My Talk app, an old boombox you dug out of the basement. I haven't used this in ages. And at MyTalk1071.com. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, 
Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so today is 420, and that brings a lot of people know today's weed day across the great land. Puff, puff, pass, pass. That's right. But before we get into that, I just got information from Kim, who is a uh, media library specialist that the governor of Minnesota uh, stated today and made a pro- proclamation that 420 is school media library specialist day. So oh. cheers. And it's National Library Week. And we know that our libraries are um, st- trying to do different things, unique ways. You can still get books out, yeah. but they'll quarantine them. And yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. It's all curbside pickups. So they're still working on our behalf. And we want to thank all the trained professionals and workers who work with our district administrators, teachers, in every area, content and technology uh, facing the unique challenges also that were taking place right now in the distance learning. So they've been right. really an integral part of it. So thank you all for everything thank that you, you do today. Thank you. It's a big darn deal. It, it, I've talked to, you know, I've got quite a few friends who are teachers yeah. about how they've been do, doing this and handling it. And it, it just, it's pretty amazing how they've ramped up the um, content and they're in how valued they are and how necessary they are and how needed all you guys are in our education world. So thank you for everything you're doing. Do you, have you had conversations with them? Do you think this will ultimately lead in a reduction in the homework of the world? I'm not going there with you right, right. now. We don't have time. I, but I mean, will you, you please ask not, that if they no, think that will be a, a positive end involved. result? Okay, fine. Okay, fine, Lori. Um, yeah. A couple other things My that are happening. Wish. <laughs> yeah, you keep yeah, doing it. Okay. Um, 420, how did it become, you know, known as like Pot Day? We That was the code name. Yes, it was. And it all started with these this group of kids in 1971, five San Rafael High School students christened the term 420. Mm-hmm. They would meet at 420. It was the perfect time after school, before their parents got home, to meet and go smoke. Mm-hmm. So that it just kind of started out. It was the original password was 420 Lewis. And it, they'd smoke under this statue of Louis Pasteur at the now high school. Now that is some teenage influence. That is. You can't say their names. Uh-huh. I always used to call it 401k. <laughs> oh, right. The yeah. 420, right. Yeah, right. Okay, 401k. I'd always is say, that? yeah. You got any 401k? Yeah. What a, and so a couple different 401k references uh-huh. in our, um, okay, so in 19, let's see, 90, a mysterious flyer promoting 420 circulates at Grateful Dead shows. Around okay, mm, adding to the uh-huh. legend, or is that the beginning of it? No, because no, the beginning was 71. 75, yeah, mm, 71. 71. Okay, um, and then in 91, the um, High Times magazine, and back then I think it was a tabloid, publishes a test of, of more <laughs> flyers. In 1994, the clocks in Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction were all set to 420. Um, Let's see, in 1997, High Times launches 420.com, taking 420 in the digital world. Um, let's see, in... Uh- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can 
also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, da, 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 da. 2004, the Claxon Sofia Coppola's Lost in Translation are set to 420. Oh, who knew? Coppola and Tarantino became an item. Um, Sofia Coppola, Coppola dated Quentin, Quentin Tarantino? Tarantino. My word. Uh-huh. What an odd couple, but it I is. guess not. Yeah. I they're mean, both they're both filmmakers. Movies, and, people, yeah. and Let's see. At one point in 2005, High Times suggested moving 420 to 520. <laughs> so when you work from 9 to 5, you have something to wait, look forward right. to. Um, let's see. That's kind of all there is. But, mm-hmm. but basically... Um, the Waldos, this group of friends, you know, pioneered the term 420, and that's kind of how it all happened. And if you are... Um, One of the myths going around was that 420 was a police code. Yes, but it that's never it isn't. Not. There that's were a false. lot of myths. No, it wasn't that. You're right, Donnie. So that's happening today. Um, here's me. So that's another report from the West Coast for today. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Um, couples in New York can now legally get married over Zoom. That has happened. In case people are wondering what to do with that, who do not how's your get... colonic mortality mortality being morality more your colonic what what <laughs> that word was going to be hard for me to say I knew it but how are your how is your poop moving are people <laughs> there's a quarantine constipation going out oh around right now and it's because people are not moving as much being in quarantine we'll start doing some jumping jacks well all right but now. it is happening yeah when we're when we're at a time sitting around, not staying active and engaging and people, in our usual routine. And some colonic, people can't stop moving. No, they can't stop going to the bathroom. They have an upset stomach. They have the reverse. I've had that until Ooh. last week. Yeah, thank you it for was, sharing. It was bad. Yeah. Okay, so it people does. are backed up because I guess backed if you think up. about it, like if you're an apartment dweller, right. you don't maybe... You're used to walking the stairs. You're out. used to doing things. You take... Mm. but. Take a brisk walk, eat foods with fiber, stay hydrated to get things moving again. It's like the travel, you know, constipation that oh, happens yeah. to a lot of us. Yeah. You know, change of routine, mm-hmm. not happening. Um, one of the, um, okay, so one of the things is I've been having a um, a garage puzzle library that I'm leasing out puzzles and I'm really a little library. I'm a little delivery service too. Mm -hmm. So I've been delivering them, but um, it's super hard to get puzzles right now. They're like sold out everywhere. So if you have extra puzzles, um, let your friends know about this. I even got a request today from someone, a very unexpected request. But if you have them, let people know because it's just kind of a great thing to do in the downtime. Because what do you do? Do you make puzzles again after you've done them? No, no, I don't. Yeah. I can't redo them again unless right. it's at the cabin. I've had that, you know, we've had it for 20 years, so I can revisit some of the oldies but goodies. Right. Because mm-hmm. I can pretend I don't remember them. Right. But I, I'm a video will be launched tonight on my talk of my um, puzzle strategy because I've figured out just with different cardboard pieces how to do a big puzzle but take it off the dining room table. 
and stick it under your couch. This is for the thousand piece or this is for the thousand piece. You don't want, you know, a lot of people, if you're working from home, you need your computer, you need to eat right, dinner there, right. you need to do stuff. So right. it's just a great way. So if you want to do a little, you know, video learning tonight, you I'm going to be the, posting uh, that. Corner strategy, Julia, when you're doing puzzles. Always. Start with the corners. Yeah. Uh, only. Okay. Ends and pieces. Yeah. It's the ends first. Yeah. And then you fill in the middle. Mm-hmm. Always. Donald? Thank you. Holly is here with Hi. our traffic. All right. We're going to do a little traffic here. Uh, we're going to start in Grant Highway 96. Watch out for debris on the roadway from Kimbrough Avenue to Knollwood Drive. And uh, yes, there is a, a fire danger out there from the National Weather Service today. And uh, not a good day for outdoor burning. And that's due to strong winds today and low humidity, even though there are showers moving through the Twin Cities today. Showers, windy conditions, 56 your high today. Partly cloudy, 28 tonight. Mostly sunny, 47 tomorrow. Right now, 55 and mostly cloudy at the MyTalk studios. All right, 4.31 on your Monday afternoon. Let's check in with Holly for our latest COVID-19 update. Holly? Thanks, Donnie. We'll update you with some numbers here in Minnesota. Minnesota's total COVID-19 case count is now at 2,470. And that's since the first case was reported on March 6. And there have been a total of 143 deaths in the state. And most who have died from COVID-19 in Minnesota have been elderly with underlying health issues. The median age of those who have passed away is 84, with the youngest being 56 and the oldest being 104 years old. JBS is closing its Worthington, Minnesota pork production facility indefinitely amid a COVID-19 outbreak in the facility. Minnesota health officials said more than two dozen employees of the JBS pork processing plan have tested positive for COVID-19. The Minnesota Department of Health says at least 34 other COVID-19 cases have been confirmed in the Worthington area and they expect that number to rise. And in Hollywood, Warner Brothers is delaying some theatrical releases including high-profile movies like The Batman starring Robert Pattinson and The Sopranos prequel The Many Saints of Newark. The studio says that the Sopranos film is going to be released in March of 2021, while the Batman will be delayed until October of 2021. It's going to be hard to come up with Oscar nominees. Well, you know, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting Oscar race, considering that many movies are in production right now. And we're I don't know. Yeah. okay. The the, having no host is the least of the Oscars problems in 2021. All right. Well, that's your COVID-19 update for this hour. We'll update you again at 530 here at my talk 1071. Now it's time to get back to Lori and Julia. All right. Thank you, Holly. Lori and Julia, one of your many man candy friends is on the phone. Dan Buren. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello. You know, this is the highlight not only of my day, of my month, to hear you guys live. Oh, my god, That's so sweet, Danny. It's we miss you. <laughs> well, we miss you. Well, okay, so Dan, author of The Blue Zones, and, of course, your um, new cookbook, I would bet, because people are cooking, cooking, cooking. We're staying at home. But we have to know, where are you quarantining? I'm quarantining in South Beach. Oh, you know, okay. I like to joke, this is, this is an enclave of beautiful people with nice sun, suntans, high heels, and strappy bathing suits, and that's just the men. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. No. I mean, so that's where no. you are. You're in South Beach, and um, everything good with your family, Dolly, and your dad, and everybody's good? Dolly's listening right now, and I'll tell you, oh. I, I get to talk to her more now every night, and I hope everybody else is doing this because it's one of the greatest silver linings of COVID 
is every night my whole family gets together on Zoom. Oh, nice. And we talk more today than we ever did when in normal times. Right. And it's in a, in a bizarre kind of way bringing the family closer together. Yeah, that, I mean, that, is, I think, that is true. I mm-hmm. do think that people are talking to people who are not relying on just a text or an email or something yeah. where, like, we feel we miss we miss everybody so much. Yeah, and we have time to have meaningful conversations. Yeah. Okay. You know, for blue for blue zones, you know, we discovered that uh, lonely people live about eight eight fewer years than people are really socially connected. But socially connected doesn't just mean you know ge- uh, geographic or physical proximity. It means being around people with whom you can have a meaningful conversation. And then the real litmus test is, can I call these people on a bad day and they'll actually care? Mm-hmm. And during this time, we have time to emp- listen and empathize and open up and be vulnerable. And, you know, I just think, I, I know there's a lot of tragedy out there and that's making headlines, but right. I just believe there's also silver linings. Yeah, I would agree. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think, too, um, you know, one of the things that you've always told us anytime we've talked to you about, you know, the longest living people is that, you know, you have always said, you know, it's it's eating simple and healthy, but also th- th- walking. And I don't think yep. people have ever walked as much as we're walking because nobody's going to the gym or doing personal training or classes. You know, we found these five places around the world where people live statistically longest. And in none of them did people exercise in the way we exercise. Nobody goes to the gym or pumps iron or goes to CrossFit. The one exercise that gets you about 90% of all the physical benefit of training for a marathon is simply walking about 45 minutes a day. Isn't that so, amazing? And you can do that till you're 104. Right. That's that's kind of an amazing statistic because I think a lot of people are like, I miss my gym, I miss my workouts, I miss that. that. But if say that again because I think that's <laughs> so important. Yes. Yeah. So if you're just going out walking for 45 minutes, you get about 90% of the benefit of training for a marathon. So, you know, or working out four or five hours a day. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to uh, waste money on expensive gyms or ab masters or all this other crap that's marketed to us. The thing about walking is that everybody can do it. It's social. It's comfortable. It's convenient. So people actually do it. Gym memberships, people sign up for them. They sign up usually the big spike in gym membership right right after the holiday resolution. I'm going to lose that way. And then by September, the vast majority of people quit going to the gym. You know, it's sort of a fiction. We tell ourselves walking our kids to school or, you know, walking with our friends after work. That's something we'll do every day. Walking down to the coffee shop, you know, blue zones, you know, most of my city work, we don't try to talk people into walking. We just, we just make it easy for them to do the journeys the, that they would do anyway, going to the store, going to church, uh, making sure streets are walkable and bikeable and safe. Right. right. Yeah, that's true. How How is how's the response been with the, your, the new cookbook, cookbook, the Blue Zones uh, cookbook? Because it's so good. It, 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 it was the number one best-selling book in America for the first week. It sold almost a quarter of a million copies already. And it's not even been out for six months. That it's is... doing really well. Yeah. And I think the reason it's doing well is because we went up into these highlands of Sardinia and Okinawa, and we captured these recipes before they're going to disappear. 
Uh, we had a National Geographic photographer making sure the book looks gorgeous. Yes. Right? And, the, and the main thing is th- these are not only healthy recipes, they're easy and they're cheap. And by the way, they are perfect. They're, they're perfect for pandemics, okay. quite honestly. And, and that's because so much of it is, you know, kidney beans, chickpeas, navy beans, black beans, pinto beans, canelli beans. And, you know, it's a lot of it is, is just plant-based stuff that mm-hmm. we, can, we have access to. The longest lived people in the world ate mostly a peasant diet. And they cook themselves. You know, this is another opportunity that this uh, uh, this COVID menace offers us. Every time you go out to eat, uh, Lori and Julia, you eat about 300 more calories than you would if you just ate at home. And we've forgotten this art of cooking at home and taking some time uh, to actually put together uh, a meal with your family. You can control the ingredients healthier. You know it's going to be something you like. And it really provides an opportunity to, I guess, exercise that muscle. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the average American loses about, if you're eating a standard American diet of pizzas and sodas and burgers and tacos and fried chicken, you're losing about six to seven years of life. You're going to have six. And if you take that time and average it back throughout the rest of your life, people say all the time, I don't have time to cook. Well, actually, you don't have time to not cook. Because if you take that six or seven extra years and you average it out back the rest of your life, you get a free two hours every day <laughs> wow. to make a delicious meal. So think of it that way. It's a, just a, d- a different way to look at the, 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 the same issue. Yeah. So, so are you a big, I mean, do you cook every night then? You know, I, I'll tell you, I have no financial interest in, in this all, but what's changed my life is an Instapot. Oh, really? It like, costs about 50 bucks. Okay. In one pot, they're so easy to learn. You, 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 you know, you don't have all these pans sitting all over there. And they're great for uh, soups and stews and rice and beans. And you don't even have to soak the beans ahead of time. You just throw them in there. You add the ingredients. It takes usually less than seven or six or seven minutes to assemble the uh, ingredients. And push the button. You come back an hour later and you've got a beautiful, um, you know, 10 servings of food for for less than a dollar serving and um uh, it's a revolution you know i'm a big fan of this uh organization minneapolis called aeon and they help take people who are homeless who don't should not be homeless and get them involved uh get them in a uh uh in a cheap apartment there's a bunch of them in, in minneapolis and uh i was talking to the director of that and he said a lot of reason that poor people don't eat very healthy it's not because they don't want to. It's they don't know how to use an oven or pots and pans or these things that probably come second nature to us. So if you give them a simple tool like a crock pot or a right. pot or even a pressure cooker, um, and then some recipes with simple peasant ingredients uh, and show them how to combine them in a way that will make them taste delicious, you start really taking a bite out of this, this obesity problem. Right. Uh, that we have in this country and the chronic disease problem. Yeah. I, this is a very inspirational conversation, Danny Butner. Well, I knew. I, I was like, we got to talk to Dan. It's <laughs> not like he's jetting <laughs> all over the world we're right now. We're a month now. into this now. And maybe I've been we saving just, it up for the last month. <laughs> we need a reset. Okay, so what is it? Are people, you know, the beaches opened back up down there in Florida. Was that weird? Well, they opened it up in Jacksonville, but I am oh. looking right now at South Beach as we talk, and it's they haven't opened it back up. But, it, you know, the, the, the people are starting to go out. 
the, and, you know, the other good news is my aunt, unlike Minneapolis and St. Paul and the, the, the city planners there are enlightened. You know, we have nice bike paths and right, parks right. and parksway. They, they haven't figured it out here in Florida. So normally it's a crush of traffic. And the good news now with this COVID is, you know, what used to be traffic clogged streets are now a grid of 30 foot wide bike paths. So I just go out every day and bike right down the middle of the main street. And, uh, you know, I'm enjoying that. But the beach is closed. The yeah. beach yeah. down here is okay. closed. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a county by county I forgot. Thing. I was thinking it was, I just read the main headline, not the little ones. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. But I would say that's a nice place to be quarantining. It really is. I yeah. mean, if you're going to be stuck, you might as well be stuck doesn't cost me any more to be stuck here than it is to be stuck in Minneapolis. Yeah. And, you know, at least it's, it's, uh, I can look at an ocean. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, shout out to Dolly. Yeah. Hi Dolly. Dolly. Oh, no, we love her. She oh, loves you guys. Gosh. And it's so nice to talk to you. So Thank nice you to talk. so I much. I love you guys so much. You've absolutely made my month and, you know, if you ever need a good recipe or a dorky joke, you know where to find it. All right, we know how to find you. <laughs> the Blue Zones Cookbook is a great thing, and it's it's kind of like, why not start right now? And I like, we love following you on Twitter, at Blue Zones, because it's a mix of, you know, inspirational, and it's it's just wonderful. I love all the topics that you bring to us on that platform. Thank you, love. How and are recipes. you? Take All care. right. Bye, guys. Okay, okay bye. bye. That's Dan Buettner, uh, of course, National Geographic uh, fellow and author, author and the author of the Blue Zones and just an all-around great guy and full of always good, positive, helpful information. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about, um, we're going to Hollywood speak Corona goggles. Okay. Back. <laughs> Listen wherever you are, whenever you want with the MyTalk app. Live streaming and on-demand podcasts right there in your pocket. Download today at mytalk1071.com, keyword app. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, um, Julia. Okay, so yes. Lady Gaga, you know, she had her the One World Together at Home, the yes. special, and she was uh, a key person behind that, but... Uh, Listen up. She has uh, supposedly this is the story that the uh, the singer or she was on Morning Joe last Friday. Okay, yeah. Okay, and listen up, people. Listen up. Here's what she said. Um, talking about the concert, she goes with the Born This Way Foundation. My mother and our co-founder, who I love so very much, they are working with my. The love of my life on something for mental health. Okay. And the guy that she's quarantining with is is Michael Polanski. Yes. Who is, um, does something, you know, with, uh, Michael Polanski who has a job. No, 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 but he does. He's like got some. He's he's a businessman. He's okay. a smart guy. And so he's like, okay, so she calls him the love of my life. Okay. Okay. Now, she's been with him. The first we saw them was they made out in Vegas on New Year's Eve. She was performing okay. in Vegas. And she made it official when she posted a yacht photo a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. Yep. With him. He's a Harvard grad. Yeah, he's super smart. Yep. Super cute. 
She didn't have any eyebrows. I think this was right before the corona. He's all super hit. cute. Very cute. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he's been basically upgraded from, you know, just, you know, a, a boyfriend, a lover, whatever he was, to the love of Gaga's life now. Well, good. Listen, you can have a love of your life at different times in your lives. They've been playing house for five weeks. That means they've been quarantining, no distractions, no traveling, no late nights at the office studio. They haven't been together that long, less than six months. So puzzles, pasta, and sex and quarantining. She's got Corona goggles on. Okay, listen to the woman who met and married my brother in three months. I'm just saying. And you're judging. I know I'm not judging. I'm calling it what it is. These are Corona goggles. Because. (laughs) What does that mean? Because everything is heightened right now. Yes, of course. It's a heightened thing. So. I'm just saying that you have to ask yourself, and plus she's got a big, huge place so they can quarantine. And, He's got money, too. Yeah, I know, but they're quarantining at her place together. This is what I'm thinking, at her place, mm-hmm. because... She's got horses. And mm-hmm. she's got the... We've been in her house enough the last uh, few weeks. Are you are you worried about her being too well, in love? I, well, or what declaring I'm saying, something that big? This is the love of my life in a time of corona. Yes, you've got because, to watch it because it's corona goggles that are happening right now because it's just nothing but... I mean, imagine if you were dating someone that you just started dating like two or three months ago, how crazy you might be about them. And you might because you're stuck together, you're stuck together and you're thinking, oh, I won't have to be alone if, you know, he's my zombie or she's my zombie apocalypse partner. I'm just saying the Corona (laughs) goggles, when they come off, some will be torn off. Julia, honest to God, way to burst the Lady Gaga bubble. <laughs> well, I'm bursting anybody's Corona way, goggle. Way, way to help us out as people out there having but some Julia, hope for like, things. I'm so glad that, like, what? what? It, like, what that I you... don't get to date? No. This is, are you so happy no. about that I can't make out with someone and go have sex with someone? Is no, this wonderful? No, but uh, I'm just thinking you might mistake somebody I'm not gonna... who was just good for Mr. Right Then and Now or Right Then and what There. What would that be different from any other time in my life? Because I mean, Julia... my God, you always mistake someone for something. But Julia, Corona goggles is From a, a married r- woman of 21 years. I don't care what you think. I know, but I'm just saying this is not just for you. This is for everybody. But I would agree. I would agree. People are different. Things are. Here's what I do know. Things are affecting people completely differently. Yes. And people are saying things that they probably wouldn't say. Yes. And because there's nothing else going on, right. if you're talking to somebody, Puzzles, you have to talk, pasta, sex, you have to and talk all about your pasta. inner feelings. Right. Um, you know there's a lot of pasta eating going on, Donnie. <laughs> well, I need the carbs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just serious. It's just, it's just a cautionary. A this is a moment in time. Could be, could be the love of her life. I mean, I like this guy for her, but I'm just saying you are really looking when the oxytocin and the sex hormones are going, you've got rose colored glasses anyway. Now you've got rose colored Corona goggles. Jeez. <laughs> the underlying thing, anxiety and fear. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Okay. Lori. All right. Um, I wish her well. I know. Anyway, I wish everybody well in the rose-colored Corona goggle time. But I mean, I just think... What color were your goggles when you met and married my brother in three months? What color were those goggles? They were clear goggles. How are yours any clearer than anybody else? Because I 
She's so not married I did yet. not want to get married to him. So what? You did. I know, but he convinced me. Of- so what? How are you any different? But it wasn't Corona. I I love it that yours were clear. It was winter. No. It was the winter ski goggle. But I mean, I was dating somebody else. I didn't take him seriously. I was in charge. So is that that? I think Lady Gaga's in charge here. But when you've got rose-colored Corona goggles (laughs) and you're quarantining, you can't see things straight. It could be confusing. That's all I am saying. People beware. Yeah. You know who you are. I've been warned. Yeah, be careful about calling someone the love of your life if you've just really have gotten to know them like right before quarantine and you've been quarantining together. Right. It's either going to, you know... Blow up or be fantastic. Yeah. I kind of think it'd be one or the other. All right, we finally found out why Bruce Willis is uh, quarantining... Away in, from his wife. Away from his wife and, and his small kid, children. Kids. I'm interested to get your thing on I this. think that this should have ended a long time ago. I do too, yeah, but uh, yeah. one of his kids, Scout, was a guest on um, on a podcast, and I'm not even going to give you the name Don't. of it, because it's it's, uh, it's it's a it recovery podcast, and you can listen to Hazelden's recovery Yes, I podcast. would listen to that one. Okay, so anyway, she said that um, that her stepmom was going to come to Idaho with the little sisters, but they were at a park, and she said, and obviously my sister, who's seven, had never gotten the talk about not screwing around with hypodermic needles. So she found one at the park, and she poked her shoe with it and poked her foot with it. And so travel got crazy, and my stepmom stayed at home with the kids. Okay. None of that makes sense. She might have had an infection from poking herself with a needle in her foot. There is a reason why maybe she wants to stay away from Bruce and the rest of the family with her two kids. Maybe. Maybe she just wants to maybe be Maybe because they're taking these close pictures and all being very, very close together. <laughs> very close, yes. And there's boyfriends and girlfriends. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.